Hello, podcast listeners. You are listening to a very special episode of The Long Journey Home. A very special episode. Now, uh, we've got the Emissary Warp Pack released a couple weeks ago. I haven't had a chance to review it yet, so let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and I guess we can talk about it. So the set, six cards, first edition, and Haymarket are still relevant. Has to do with fixing all the problems that were in Emissary, or at least some of them. And then three TNG cards, I guess, to extend the TNG block for uh, while we are working on this block. So it was a bit unexpected, it kind of showed up out of nowhere. But it does address probably all of the issues everyone had with the set, which is great. So, it's a in, in terms of how it went about fixing things, I have to say that I guess cards like this would have eventually made their way into further sets. So, as long as Art is willing to sit down and put together a set of six cards and playtest is able to touch cards like these. I mean, every time I've heard uh, boutique sets talked about, everyone says that they seem to take just as much time to test and develop as any other set. So I don't know how we were... how I, don't, I, I wasn't involved in the design. But however it got done, I guess we had the resources for it, and I mean, hopefully it doesn't hold up Boomer or Apollo and whatever else, and I, yeah, uh, I, so this is kind of exciting, it does make Deep Space Nine play more playable, it makes Tarak Noor and other Noors play more playable too, and let's just, uh, we'll go ahead and listen to the card, and we'll talk about each card in the set, so here we go, start with Contain Boarding Parties. Incident, Contain Boarding Parties, Countdown Box of Two. Seeds or plays on Deep Space Nine you may download Cisco 197 Subrutian. Twice per game, when opponent voluntarily initiates battle aboard, you may download up to six Deep Space Nine icon personnel each must be Federation affiliation or Budgeran affiliation, and or one hand weapon to sites aboard where those cards may report. Does not count down during the first turn of the game. Okay, so Deep Space Nine only, does not play onto Terraknor or onto Mira Terraknor. And if it is seated, it's a countdown box of three. If it's played in the first turn, it's a countdown box of three. Uh, otherwise, it's a countdown box of two, uh, technically speaking. And <clears throat> it solves, or at least somewhat solves, one of the problems that players were seeing. Uh, in the, this helps out block in terms of if you go first and you can get a guy onto your ops, then you are able to prevent your Nor from, or hopefully make it very hard for your Nor to be commandeered. If you go second, you're still kind of out of luck. And it would have been nice, I think, to see something like Cisco 
uh, subroutine 197 in this set or in a reprint file for block. So block, it sort of maybe helps. I mean, maybe it's very hard for an opponent to get a ship and a dude and get over to your Nor and commandeer it all in the first turn. Uh, however, you know, and, and maybe that's just kind of how it goes. Either you get that or you're going to have to wait three turns and hopefully your opponent doesn't play it again and that sort of thing. So uh, given that, uh, this is uh, one of those classic examples of a card that downloads another card. So if you were going to seed Cisco 197 and you're playing Deep Space Nine, well, you get Cisco 197 for free now. Just seed this on your Deep Space Nine. Uh, with no other uh, detraction, as far as I can tell. So, that's pretty cool. So, you can kind of... Th this is a way of allowing Deep Space Nine to not have to seed at Bajor. Because if you were to be attacked at Bajor, you could either prevent it with Stratagema, or you could download a bunch of guys with Defend Homeworld. So, uh, yeah, this kind of says now you can see Duty Space 9 at the wormhole and not have to worry about it. So that's kind of cool, because if you see it at the wormhole, you can more easily access the Celestial Temple. So that's another interesting aspect of the card. No love for Tarek Nor with this. Um... Deep Space Nine can seed anyway. It seeds, I'm sorry, it seeds, it has seed priority over Terraknor. But there is a card in here that does help Terraknor and the Mirror Terraknor and all the Universal, well, they're not Universal, but all the other Nors too. Uh, one other thing is, you know, of course, if you are playing I Miss This Office and your opponent seeds Deep Space Nine, you're almost in a better place. You can play your guys more readily for free than you could before. So there is something to be said for that. So I'm all for uh, making D6-9 more accessible so that you can use your Terraknor more accessibly. However, if you do see Terraknor in Constructed in OTF, you're kind of still going to need to rely on Cisco 197 or some other means to prevent your Nor from being commandeered. However, yeah, if you're playing block, I miss this office. You know, yeah, you're maybe you're just kind of out of luck if your opponent gets, uh, gets commandeer happy. So it doesn't really help Cardassians in block too much, unfortunately. And I don't think we see much help for them in block anyway. But we see a little bit of help, but anyway. Okay, so I think we've talked that card to death. Let's go ahead and discuss Trust the Prophets. Incident, Trust the Prophets. Seeds on table, you may download the Celestial Temple. The Celestial Temple ignores weapons of Deep Space Nine and any ships docked there. Compatible Deep Space Nine Icon Federation affiliation except the original series Icon cards are considered to match Deep Space Nine's affiliation for purposes related to its sites. Okay. So this is a two-fold card. It gives us two benefits. Let's hear it one more time. Incident. Trust the Prophets. Seeds on table, you may download the Celestial Temple. The Celestial Temple ignores weapons of Deep Space Nine and any ships docked there. 
compatible Deep Space Nine Icon Federation affiliation except the original series Icon cards are considered to match Deep Space Nine's affiliation for purposes related to its sites. Okay, so this says if you're going to seed the Celestial Temple anyway and you're playing with Deep Space Nine, then you ought to seed this because you're going to get to download that uh, anyway. So, pretty cool. You... Uh, I've got matching Federation affiliation out of Bajoran Nor, which is pretty awesome for that. And you can't use the Trouble with Tribbles guys. That's fine. No one cares. And your Celestial Temple is probably working as it should have been in the first place. So uh, this card makes a lot of sense, especially that your Deep Space Nine, if your opponent's Deep Space Nine's there, either they're seeding this already, or you're just SOL. So, yeah, this, is a, this is a very good card for uh, enhancing how the Celestial Temple probably ought to have worked in the first place. And it also gives the added benefit of letting your Federation guys report to Deep Space Nine, or download to it, uh, I guess more importantly, download to it. I'm wondering if you use this without hereby invitation, if there's any sort of weird jankiness there. I figure, hmm, I think, yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to be playing with Reshape the Quadrant anyway, so you might as well be playing with hereby invitation. Hmm. Yeah, I think that there's probably not any issue there, but maybe there's some interesting deck design space there. Probably not. Yeah, so all in all, a very useful card for a Hereby Invitation player. So now you can download your DSpace 9 guys that are Federation affiliation, which is pretty cool. So probably how it should have been in Emissary. Probably much better now. Okay, let's go ahead and talk about We Need You Here. Incident, We Need You Here seeds or plays on commander's office if your reshape the quadrant is in play you may ignore restrictions of sites on this station which instruct you to draw no cards that turn once each turn in place of a card draw you may download a site to this station captain's order yeah this card is going to make Nor's huge so you have to seed a commander's office with your Nor, which is fine. And now that means you can now ignore all that not getting to draw a card at the end of the turn stuff. So your process or is that much better now. And I think you do have to play with reshape the quadrant though. That is the restriction. You can't just splash in an or a nor for ores at this point. It may make Mirror even better, too. Uh, KCA and Terraknor, uh, Mirror Terraknor for the Terrans. You definitely, if you're just splashing that in for draws, but you're doing only Deep Space Nine guys, I could see this really helping that out. So, that means that you can set up the ore processing much easier. You can uh, download cards you guys you need and download the cards you need to and not 
have to lose card draws, which is really cool. I think, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's most certainly, uh, definitely a benefit for Mirror on this. And yeah, of course it's going to help out Deep Space Nine and Terraknor. So, this is a, a hot card, and I don't know if Terraknor players are going to be using it so much, only because there's the risk that their Nor will not get to seed, and then the card will be a wasted seed slot. Unless, of course, you can somehow uh, get your Terraknor back, which is, you know, not always an easy thing to do. So, I, you know, I think this card only... Oh, it does play. You can play it on your commander's office. So, that's a good way of getting around it. You can just download it later. You can download it with ops, and you will have to spend the card draw on that. Or you can use a ready room door to get it, because it's a captain's order. And you can even protect it if you want. Uh, I wonder if this is the first captain's... It's not the first captain's order. That's an incident, though. So uh, you got blue alert for that. Anyway, uh, yeah, great, really exciting card. I It's going to bust Nors open, and I'm hoping it's not going to make them too good. I'm betting it's going to put them on par with D TNG, or it might even encourage more players to play TNG in block, or Deep Space Nine in block than TNG especially with the erratas to continuing mission and attentional hands. So, yeah, that's a very potent card, and it's something that you're going to see, we are going to see a lot of play. Going to see, see, see a lot of play, right? Yeah. Okay, so, cool. All right. The And it was good that they include the play functions because of Terok Noor. And for any other, if you just can't see it, you can always grab it later. So, and getting to get more sights... That's something I've always wanted, but it's always been kind of like, well... The, the problem is that sites are very expensive to play. They cost you your normal card play. So having a way to download them in place with card draw... Card draws are cheap, or relatively cheap. Cheaper than card plays, at least. Uh, it's usually one card play is three card draws. So uh, that's great. Uh, it's going to make, you know, like, oh, I needed three more sites. And, well, here you go. Here's a way to get them. It does cost you, but it costs you less than if you... And you can grab what you need, too, which is great. Uh, you know, with all these cards out, I'm starting to wonder if Computer Crash is going to see more play. I guess the other two cards, they do all those card downloads in the seed phase, and you can't seed Computer Crash face up, so... That's, you know, maybe not going to be such a big deal, but... You know, if you are playing with this, you may want to throw that Quark's Isolinear Rods in and uh, grab Quark while you're at it. So, Or 10-1, uh, or, or whatever. Whatever your favorite computer crash anti-tech is. So, that's it for the Deep Space Nine cards in the set. There's still three more cards, and they have to do with TNG. So let's start off with Herbert. Federation Personnel. Universal. Herbert. The Next Generation Property Logo. Staff Icon Engineer Classification Lower Representative Transporter Officer aboard the USS Enterprise He held the rank of Ensign in the early years of the flagship's mission Transporter Skill, Biology, Stellar Cartography Integrity, 6 Cunning, 7 Strength, 6 Okay, so he plays for free to the USS Enterprise with finest crew in the fleet so that's cool he's three skills so there's no other way to really get him out he i'm guessing he fills some crazy skill holes transporter skill 
stellar and biology with engineer classification. So a solid guy. He's got solid, interesting skills um, that are probably necessary for maybe pushing... Maybe he'll push players to use different missions, too, which is great. I, I always fear that in a block game, I'm going to have a mirror match, and then we're going to have five or six of the same mission, which is never fun for me. So... Not that there's anything wrong with it, and you have to be prepared for such a situation, but it's just less fun to have to encounter seven dilemmas, and then your opponent can come in and scoop, and or not scoop, but steal that mission from you, which isn't really stealing, right? But you get what I mean. So hopefully he'll cause some players to try some missions and some players to try other missions. And getting to play for free is always a good thing. So, yeah, uh, it's definitely... Uh, one thing is that, you know, feds in block have been not exciting, not, you know, if you're going to play block, you, you don't play feds. You don't play Starfleet either, but you don't do that anymore, because that's all gone now. But, yeah, you wouldn't have played feds. If you did, you were kind of just saying, yeah, I'm here for fun. So now maybe, maybe with this card and the next card, we're going to see players going back and saying, fed? Yeah, I'll give it another try. All right, so... Let's talk about Lieutenant Ballard. Federation Affiliation Personnel. Universal. Lieutenant Ballard. The Next Generation Property Logo. Staffing Icon. Science Classification. Lower, typical scientist and teacher in the USS Enterprise's primary school. She expressed concern to Data about Lyle's ability to fit in. Exobiology, Physics. Integrity, Seven Cunning. Six strength, five. So I know in my finest crew in the fleet deck, I need to put more physics in because there's a bunch of missions that require it and there isn't enough. There are people with physics that exist in block already that are mission specialists, but I guess there's what, only one of them. Now here's another. She reports for free. The other one might not. I don't remember. So... Yeah, there, there are two personnel with her skills already that are mission specialists. So it is possible that... And one of them plays for free to USS Enterprise. But this one does too. So that mixed with attention all hands could, you know... Even though there was an errata, now you've got another person you can play for free. So yeah, there's some definite interesting options that can get opened up with her and getting to play her is going to be pretty awesome I think for some of the fed players and again she might open up mission space and we will see what happens with her so yeah good to see more feds can't hurt all right finally let's talk about Riva non-aligned affiliation personnel Riva the next generation property logo 5 IP classification Lower, respected mediator. Deaf and mute Rymaiden male. Taught sign language to warring factions on Soul AS5 gave the Klingons a word for peacemaker. Diplomacy X2. Honor. When reported, each player draws a card. Integrity, 7 cunning, 7 strength, 3. Hmm. Okay, so this is a conversion from, I think, Energize. 
when this person is reported, you may each player may draw a card. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, he doesn't report for free, if I'm not mistaken. Mostly times two and honor. Those might be skills that were lacking in these in Klingons or Ferengi. Maybe there's some worry about a Q-net or Shaka when the walls fell or something like that. Or Clown Guillotine. Those are all things that require diplomacy. There's Inkari Spirits, who requires honor. So maybe those decks had a hard time and now they've got this as an option. But if you want him, you're going to have to give your opponent a card draw. But you're going to give yourself a card draw too. So maybe they need more VIP classification. Maybe so. Maybe this is so the TNG guys can actually get aboard a, a Nor because you need a VIP guy to get aboard. So maybe there wasn't a non-aligned VIP guy, and this might. That's probably the impetus that now there's a VIP for all the decks, and you can go hang out with your opponent on their Nor. So yeah, if, if that's yeah, but you're gonna have to give them a card draw. So. Yeah, uh, if that's the reasoning, then I do like where this card came from. I'm not sure what other purpose he serves, unless there's a l like some need for a bunch of diplomacy, some dilemma that requires it, that I'm not certainly aware of. All right, so all in all, you know, going through this set, I feel fairly fairly positive about it. This is if, if this was not. A terrible burden on design and playtesting and art, then this is probably an easier way of going about things than errata, I would guess. Uh, you could have said, oh, well, it was either this or, or create new cards in later sets, and that's fine too, but I'm guessing that this was designed out of an emergency need to fix a couple of things. And if that's the case, then Okay, it's a bit unprecedented, but uh, it does make for an interesting mini-set, if you will. That definitely shakes things up. And it only takes one card to change an entire deck, or to change how people play. That's both a blessing and a curse, but these cards are going to change the way anyone plays with Reshape the Quadrant, especially if they're playing with a Nor. So, there you go. Uh, very exciting to see this kind of direction the continuing committee is taking to try out some new things and see if they work, see if they don't. I'm guessing players have been receptive to this. I've seen a few decks that are playing with the new cards. I don't know if they're any better than they were before, but you're going to definitely see these cards get played. Probably all six of them will see some play. And that's always exciting, too. Uh, it's kind of, I guess Charlie said it before, as long as one card is someone's favorite card, or as long as someone plays with a card, then you know you've done something well. So I'm sure all six of these cards are going to see some play. Hopefully we won't have to dial back anything. I am worried that these cards are too powerful, especially the Deep Space Nine ones. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure Decipher meant well when they decided that when you download a card at Ops, you're not going to get to draw any more cards this turn. And we've never seen Q's Tent go away from that. It's always, there's no way for you to play Q's Tent and then still draw a card that turn. And again, 
the idea of you need to pay something in order to grab a guy from your deck is very important. Just downloading random cards, unless you're the Borg, of course, is, you know, just getting to download the card you need when you need it, that's pretty good. But the question is, I mean, first you've got to play Reshape the Quadrant for the two cards that allow that sort of thing to be able to be used. Is that cost enough to be able to download a guy? Is it that now it's so easy to commandeer a Nor that you have to consider the benefit of being able to download cards? So, I don't know. I'm. Is this pure escalation? That's what I'm worried about. Are these cards going to be on par with Delta Quadrant? And if that's the case, that's fine, I guess. We don't want anything to exceed their power, obviously. We don't want this to be the next TNG Ferengi. And I guess it just remains to be seen. But until then, I think players are definitely going to try these cards out. They're going to see that, wow, this deck works a hell of a lot better than it used to. You got your promenade shops, you got your VIP quarters, your guest quarters, uh, you've got your Morna, your Quarks. Yeah, you can, and, and you can download the guy you need and not have to waste your card draw at the end of the turn. So your Nor has the potential, and don't forget to process or obviously, uh, you, you've got the potential to just draw tons of cards, or if you're using the orb plays. I guess you're not going to be processing ore if you're a Deep Space Nine guy. But if you got your Deep Space Nine and you've gotten your orb and you're doing your spirit processing, you're drawing one card for that, you're maybe drawing a card for the promenade shops, you're looking at two and putting one under with VIP quarters or guest quarters, and then you're downloading a guy and you're getting your end of draw card, your end of turn card draw. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty, re- it's really good. And don't forget Morn, obviously. And now you can download Morn, and, you know, you still get that card draw that turn. Or you can download uh, your guy, your Barry Waddle, and not have to worry about... Oh, you can't get Barry Waddle, obviously. <laughs> well, never mind that, but... Yeah, uh, you're getting your Morn. Uh, people are going to be playing with a lot more Morn uh, in Constructed, I'm, I'm sure of it. So, Yeah. Uh, we're going to see very good cards, very interesting ideas, very cool deck designs that we're going to see out of this. And you got your Celestial Temple. You're going to be drawing cards uh, left and right. So you're going to download the guy you need at the Celestial Temple on your first turn or whatever. You can download more on your second turn. Yeah, and your Nor is going to be perfectly fine. You're going to get a bunch of draws. You're going to be in a good place in uh, two or three turns. So there you go. Uh, a lot of interesting ideas here. So, yeah, have fun with this set. I, I know I'm going to be playing with it a bit. And let's see where it goes. All right, next time on the podcast, uh, I have no idea what I'll be talking about. But thanks for listening. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, you can always give me a call at 267-CALL-CPJ. Leave me a voicemail. You can always drop me a line on the forums at CorbinQ27 or send me an email at CorbinJohnson at me.com Until next time, this is Corbin Johnson signing off saying so long and thanks for all the trek. <laughs>